ain't got no minute to wait on nothing. We ain't got no minute. We ain't got no minute. We ain't got no minute to wait on nothing. Uh, have no fear, everybody. Nobody's peeing. <laughs> That's just the sound of a, a soda, a soda, a ginger ale being poured into a coffee cup. <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> are we rolling? <laughs> we're rolling, bro. <laughs> on the podcast, we're. I hope we're rolling on the camera too. Yeah, no, nah, we're going on the camera. We're going. We're on the camera. We're on the podcast. Wait, we're, we're doing it up. Oh, I thought that was minutes. <laughs> 44 minutes. This is a long one. Oh, man. You've been rolling the whole time we were downstairs. Oh. Nah, man. No, 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 no. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Listen to Lamb Chop Podcast. This is like episode 9 or 10. I'm not really sure. Um, moving along on them, though, Cody and I have... Uh, we've been talking about all kinds of topics, but... We decided we were just going to get on here and just kind of have an open dialogue chat about... A little chit-chat. Yeah, a little chit-chat. Whatever whatever comes to mind. Um, now, one funny thing, though, we were thinking about just a while ago, and we are like, we should talk about that on the podcast. The story of our first vehicles. <laughs> did you have a really... Did you have a nice vehicle? Uh... I mean, I feel like everybody starts off with a crappy vehicle, or maybe some people don't. Some people, I mean, mine went too bad. Like, super blessed and have like, I mean, you know, my family. I mean, they take care of stuff. You know, y'all are rich. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I wish so wealthy. Uh, But no, my my family, especially my father, is all about taking care of uh, vehicles and stuff. Uh, you know, if you treat them right, they'll treat you right. You know, treat them right, but <laughs> take care um, of them. Boy, you better shine them he, wheels every day. <laughs> but he bought a uh 92 Ford Ranger and uh, he used to uh drive that 92, yeah, 92, huh? Year, year before I was born. Uh, and he drove that to uh work, and then that eventually became my brother's first vehicle that he drove to school. And then when he uh, started driving, and I, I think he, I think he uh, graduated high school and he was going off to college, and he got a new truck, and so I was given the ninety-two Ford Ranger, which I eventually bought for five hundred dollars. Five hundred? You bought it for, from mm-hmm. them for five hundred dollars? Mm-hmm, from Daddy for, uh, for five hundred dollars. Uh, and uh, yeah, what were you doing for work? To make that money, uh, I didn't pay for it till after high school. Oh, was it Honda Lot money? That was Honda Lot money. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. My first job. <clears throat> first job. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, it was a good truck. <laughs> I wish I could say the same about my oh, first vehicle. Oh lord. My first vehicle was a '97 Chevy Blazer. That we bought from a family friend for, I believe, three grand. Um, And, you know, I went to a school where there were, like, a lot of wealthy kids. Yeah, you did. And they weren't, like, not all of them. I mean, there were some stuck-up kids, obviously. I mean, every every school school has that. They all were. Yeah, right. Get out of here. If y'all don't know. You were on the other side of the tracks, Yeah, if y'all don't know, our, our two high schools in the same town. Rivals, yeah, 
Well, well now I'm not going to. Sh- <laughs> I guess we can't shout them out now. <laughs> they're going to. They're going to think that we're having some kind of battle. Like make them look bad. Well, they know who they are. People that watch the podcast yeah. or the YouTube videos that I went to school with know what we're talking about. But yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, so a lot of those guys were getting, like, brand new trucks when they turned, like, 16, and I was just like, this is crazy. I wonder if my parents are going to get me a brand new truck. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Yeah, that was like, new to you. I was hoping, 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 and I knew it wasn't going to happen, but they were like, oh, yeah, we found you one, and then, like, there was this one that was like a... I think it was like a 2008 like <laughs> Altima or something, and I was, it was like in pretty good condition. And one of mom's like school friends was selling it, and I was like, "Oh, dude, that's a nice car. It's really nice on the inside. It's taken care of on the outside." Wait, wait at 16? Yeah, like 16, 17. So that was pretty much brand new. Yeah, for me, like yeah, yeah especially. Well, I mean, I mean. At yeah, 16, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was almost brand new. I think she was she or maybe a year. She got it, and she was about to sell it, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if she sold it to somebody else, but I did not end up getting that. And then they were like, we figured it out. We got a car for you. So they took me over to our family friend's house, and I drove it around, and I it had a weird smell in it. But I was just like, whatever. I mean, it's an SUV. If it drives, I can get my friends in here. We're going to have a good time. I'll be able to take myself to school, go out to get wings with the guys, be able to take people home from football practice. So I was like, whatever. Let's do it. So we got it, and I remember like it was like the second or third day I had it. All the guys, we were doing two a days, and uh, we we had like an hour break. We can go do whatever we wanted. We had to be back at the school at a certain time, and we all packed into my car and drove across the street to Wendy's, and got our food. We were taking our food back to eat at the field house. And my car would not crank. <laughs> it was the second or third day I had it, bro. It would not crank. And eventually that car, apparently like they just dogged it out. The guys who had it before me, their sons like went hunting out of it and had like thrown like dead deer in the back. And there were like stains <laughs> in the back, like blood stains, all kinds. Of, I don't know. Hopefully it were deer. Oh, like God. It was torn up. And eventually the whole underneath of that, we had our buddy, our mutual friend, Let's just call him Austin. JP Will. <laughs> yeah, he just used tube after tube of JB Weld to fix every problem Everything. underneath my hood. Um, from like the water pump to the I, I can't even tell you how much. And then eventually he put in a new radiator for me, or a part of one, and then zip tied everything together. It was a catastrophe. And I ended up years later selling it to one of my buddies that was just desperate for a car. I was about to get a new car, or I was about to get, I was about to buy my sister in law's 2005 Hyundai Santa Fe, Whoa. which was a huge step up from my '97 Chevy Blazer. Wait, when I met you, was you was you driving the '97, uh, the white one? Yeah, that was yeah, that was the Chevy Blazer. Yeah, I had that, and then like shortly after, or like a year, maybe a year after I met yeah, you, yeah, because you didn't that. have it too long after I knew you. Yeah, I bought that car from my sister-in-law, um, oh, from my father-in-law, but it was my sister-in-law's old car. And so, yeah, dude, I ended up selling that car for like $800 to one of my buddies because he just needed a ride to get from point A to point B. And I told him straight up, like, there's a lot of stuff wrong with this car. 
you're going to have to get fixed eventually or sell it or go, you know, crush it and take some money for it and then try to get a new car. But I mean, this will get you from point A to point B right now because everything's working right now. So he buys it from me and not even two weeks later, he texts me. He's like, hey, man, you want to buy this back? And I'm like, bro, I used the money you gave me as a down payment to my father-in-law to buy my Hyundai Santa Fe. So I, I, I literally, first of all, even if I wanted to buy it back from you, I can't. And I also, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that I thing I sold back. it for a reason. Yeah, I sold it for a reason. And I, I $800 was, I thought, a pretty good price just because, you know, I, I mean, wasn't breaking I, a, a thousand. I mean, and, that's pretty cheap. Well, yeah. And like, it was a little bit of leeway and I did feel bad for him because I knew that it was going to have problems, but I also told him that and I, in the contract or in the signing everything over, it was as is sold it to him as is. You worked told him, with this guy, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I worked with him. Like, we're still buddies to this day. I mean, it didn't, like, cause any, like, rifts in our friendship or anything, but <laughs> I just, I did feel bad for him, genuinely. I was like, bro, I know, but, I mean, it is working, and I know you're going to have to get this fixed or get a new car, but, like, I, t- I told you that. So, like, I, you know, it got him it got him around for at least a month or two. I don't two know. Weeks. <laughs> yeah, two weeks <laughs> until he wanted to get rid of it. And, like, that's about how I felt, too. So, yeah, moved on to the Hyundai Santa Fe. And then in 2016, I bought my very own almost first car or brand new car. It was used for seven months at a car dealership as a rental car. It was a 2016 Nissan Frontier. And then last year, I think in November as well, I went and traded that in. Got like seventeen grand for it, and that traded in feel for like that long ago. Well, I, well, I mean November of yeah. last year. I mean, that yeah, not too not too long ago, but traded that in for a twenty twenty two, my very first brand new vehicle I've ever owned ever, twenty twenty two Nissan Frontier, and I had a newer car than what the year was for like two months, <laughs> and now I'm like yeah. in the year of my truck. So, yeah. I feel pretty good about it. You know, it's like nothing's wrong with it right now. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, and it rides smooth. I love the Frontier. I love the I love the outside. I love the body of it. It's like a new body, a new, like, they haven't had, like, a new look in, like, 15, 20 years. And, like, this yeah. is the first, like, big change new look the Frontier's had. And Man, I, want, I can dig it, dude. I want a truck so bad. Dude, so yeah. bad. They're, it's nice. Like... I didn't. I used to always say, like, I just want. I'm I'm an SUV guy. I love SUVs. My dream car was, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, Range Rover. Oh yeah. I wanted a Range Rover for years. And, hey, uh, have you seen the new Broncos? They look. I pretty, like them. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw this word out there. I'm sorry. They look pretty sexy. They do. <laughs> They're, they that's, a, that's a sexy. That's a sexy car. It's nice. Um, yeah, it looks. It looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it. And I'm not really a big Bronco fan, but what they did with that one is pretty special. Um, kind of has like those it. those cuts and curves, kind of like how I like with the, my Frontier, the front end. It's not as smooth anymore. It's got a few angles. It's got a flared fender. Uh, I like it. You like it a lot. I like it a lot. But anyway, going off the topic of cars for a second. Um, so... Cody, you tried something new the other day. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember anything I do. <laughs> All right. We went out to Buffalo Wild Wings, B-dubs, the old B-dubs. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this is something that, funny story, we went to go eat there when Darby was pregnant with Lucas, and we ordered some of the cheese curds because their cheese curds are amazing at B-dubs. If you never had them, you got to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, get some cheese curds as an appetizer. 
and uh, tear them things up because they're so good. So they come with like a zesty on, southwestern ranch sauce. Yeah, what's up? You are a big appetizer guy. Uh, I'm just a sometimes. main course guy. I used to be that way, but that was before I started trying some appetizers, and I was like, "Oh, these are good." Like growing up, when you went out, like like went to eat, would you always get appetizers or no, never? Okay, I was about to say we never did either. No, never. That's probably why never I got dessert. That's probably honestly why I get appetizers now because we <laughs> never got them. Yeah, we never got so, them growing up. So now that I have like my my own money and everything, I'm like, you know what? I want that, and I think I want to try it. I want it, and I want it now. Well, the thing is too, like now, especially with a kid, like we don't go out to eat often. So when we do, you really don't uh, uh, anymore. You were, for you know, a lot there for a while before he came along. Yeah, yeah, well, that was because I I was crunching as much freedom as I could, <laughs> and I knew those <laughs> you days, knew what was coming. I knew those days were about to be over. Going uh, out with the boys late nights, getting wings and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I, mean, I think that was part of it. I think that just growing up, I we never ordered appetizers. We ordered appetizers every now and then, and sometimes when we did, it was like with the like the whole family was there, and then it was just everybody got like two fried pickles or like something. <laughs> but like a little taste. Um, yeah, I just kind of felt like when we do go out now, it's like I'm I'm going big or going home. If I'm gonna go out, I want the appetizer. Sometimes it depends on how I feel. If I'm not that hungry, but you never order a dessert. I've never. No, I don't no, think no, I've no. ever seen you order a dessert unless we go specifically to like Pelicans or Wits or something, which uh, that's all they do. Right. But, you know, I'm not a dessert guy. Like I'm a main dish guy, yeah. but I do like the little snacks and stuff before like i like to build my appetite up i like to the appetizers are delicious and sometimes if there is an option i might get an appetizer for the meal if i like it enough like nachos uh you know we should do that all the time at, at taco mac at ihop i used to always do that i, get, I used to get the uh, sampler basket oh yeah it has like the mozzarella sticks yeah, the uh, chicken tenders chicken tenders and uh onion else. rings and it was something i think french fries else. Right. I don't. I don't think French fries came with they it. Came with French fries, no. But I mean, it was enough for a meal. I'll just get that by itself. Yeah, if they have those like samplers or like a plate of nachos or something that's like fully loaded, sometimes I'll just get that as the meal. But you know, sometimes we'll just get an appetizer. But anyway, we we do love my wife and I. We love the cheese curds at Buffalo Wild Wings. And when she was pregnant, the waitress came up and. She was like, hey, so how far along are you and everything? Like, she was noticeably, it wasn't like a rude thing or anything. She was noticeably pregnant. pregnant. And so my wife, or she asked my wife, she's like, hey, how far along are you? That's awesome. That's great. Congratulations, you guys. And then she's like, hey, listen, since you put in an order for the cheese curds, do you mind? Or No, I don't even think she asked. She just showed up with some caramel sauce. And she goes, hey, here's the sauce it comes with, but... I just want you to try this if you want to. When I was pregnant, I had this caramel sauce with the cheese curds, and it was so good, and I it became one of my main cravings, and I was eating it all the time. you got to try it. So Darby was kind of like, what? This is wild. Like, really? And she's she's not very picky. Sometimes she is, but she'll usually try it at least something at least once. I'm not picky at all, and I was like, bro, I'm going to dive right into that. I'm going to try it up because I'll try anything at least once. So... I dip it in there, try it. It was so good. Get the crispy outside, the soft, cheesy inside. It's salty because it's cheese. And then you got that sweet caramel on the outside. It was almost like sweet and salty cheesecake, fried cheesecake bites or something. 
It was so good. So I don't even know if we've ordered it again since then, but we went back last Sunday with Cody and we ordered some and intentionally ordered a side of caramel sauce. Cody, what'd you think? It was pretty good. I actually had a video of it. I'll post it. Um, I I didn't think it was going to be all that. I mean, I mean, it wasn't the best thing I've ever had either. But right, like it's it's probably not something you're going to go there and be like, "Hey, I want the cheese curds with the caramel sauce." But what did you, based on your expectations, what did what was the outcome? I mean, it was good. It was enjoyable. I mean, I like it was a strange combination that really works well. Yeah, it works well. Like there's a lot of things that wouldn't like the fried pickle and caramel sauce not going to work. Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, not gonna work. Golly. Salty, salty seasoned French fries and caramel sauce. I mean, I'm not. I haven't tried it, but I just feel like it wouldn't work. But these cheese, these cheese yeah, curds, cheese, caramel sauce, cheese breading and caramel. It was like exactly what I described it as, bro. It's like a sweet it's, and salty. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good fried cheesecake bite. Yeah, because it was like, man, so good, sweet and salty, like. You gotta sometimes you gotta live life on the edge, guys, and just take that risk. It's, it's a it's a a risk worth taking to tease and, and test your taste buds because you might find something just absolutely amazing, like a a gold nugget. And what I mean by that is a golden crispy cheese curd. <laughs> so, last episode we tried to start a fun facts segment with Cody. But and, uh, and and we just looked over it because because Cody's well, thing don't matter. No, 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 no. We had multiple technical t- technical difficulties yeah, that yeah, episode. We talk either, apparently. And we had to, we had to. Hey, you making fun of me? <laughs> I can't say a word. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I mean, but, it's, 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 it's funny now. It wasn't funny in the moment. I, th- I thought it was funny the whole time. <laughs> I never thought it wasn't. But uh, we were trying to start this this segment last episode, but we had technical difficulties where we had to stop the recording and the camera multiple times and change batteries, reset the cameras, all this kind of stuff. And uh, also, we were kind of trying to speed through the last episode because we were trying to see the final four showdown between North Carolina and Duke. And, you know, if we you're interested at all, yeah, we did miss it, but we got down to see not the final seconds, but the aftermath well, and North like Carolina right, yeah, actually pulled it off and beat Duke in the final four. So now it's Kansas versus North Carolina for the men's college basketball championship, which is what Monday night. Yeah. It's Monday, Monday night, Monday night, April 5th, 4th. I don't do numbers. Yeah, I don't know. It's Monday night from right now, which you don't know because there's no telling when this is going to air. But I mean, today is Saturday, April 2nd. 3rd, 4th. Okay, so yeah, Monday, April 4th. Go watch it. <laughs> You're not going to you won't have time to watch it by the time this drops. So, don't go watch it. You can watch the rerun on ESPN History Month. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, if we want to talk about nacho cheese here, we can talk about nacho cheese. Cody, are you watching TikToks right now? Instagram. Are you TikTok? You're in, you're watching Instagram Reels while we're on a podcast? This is so rude. It was just for a second. <laughs> Who was that? That was my brother. 
They do Instagram reels? I don't know what you call it. Is that a story? I don't know. Oh, look at that. Oh my gosh, they're cutting the milk carton. Now watch. What What am I watching? Oh, no, that's a real... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You thought, you thought it was one of those molds that they just slice into? Nah, she normally does cakes that oh looks like gosh. the real thing. And then she'll cut into it. It's pretty cool. All right, Cody's going on over in a rabbit trail over here on Instagram Reels. Um, so <laughs> when we were in college, I think, I think we were in college, yeah. Um, Darby, Cody, and I all got in Cody's car, and he's driving, and we're going to get Taco Bell for lunch or dinner or something. We were going to get Taco Bell. Wait, should I do a background on me? Yeah, tell him a little bit about your background with like speech and and, and like an- anxiety and stuff. Well, I don't know about anxiety. Well, okay. So well, I thought you had like well, anxiety, so that my, it was, affected it was your speech because of my speech. Oh, and it affected okay, okay. it, it. It just so uh, since elementary school, I was in speech, uh, which in elementary school it was just you know about pronouncing. Uh, my R's, and then in mi- and then in middle school, it was all about stuttering. Somehow I got a stuttering. I stuttered. I don't know why or what caused it or what, but so from middle school till now, I mean, I still do every once in a while. Uh, but uh, in middle school was when it was starting to happen, and uh, in high school. It was at its worst. I I couldn't I couldn't say three words without stuttering. So and then that made me nervous. And so whenever you know talking in front of people, strangers, stuff like that, I'd get you know get nervous, kind of freak out inside. Stutter. I think the first time I ever so, met you through our mutual friend, I I don't even think you said a word. I think you like nodded didn't. at me and shook my hand or gave me a high five or something. Well, that's how I am now. And then now. Austin was just kind of talking to me. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, man, cool, cool, cool. All right, see y'all later. And like, I, I don't think you ever said a word at all. I mean, I'm still that way. If I don't know who you are, I don't talk to you. It's true. So, I mean, I, I just... But anyway, like that's, that's pretty much the background. Uh, high school couldn't talk at all. And then graduated high school, got a job, and pretty much was forced to talk, which <laughs> helped. So at that point, uh, it was like it was like you had swimmies on, and you'd get kicked into the pool, and you'd kind of just flail like around, just trying trying to stay afloat. And then like after high school, they took your swimmies off, and then still kicked you in the pool, and then you just had to learn. That was that was that was like harsh analogy. That was like your dude. That was a good analogy of how your speech like just took off from there. You had to, yeah, forced to. Yeah, I had to. I had to kind of be. It was literally the deep end. It was it was talker to get better. It was sinker talk. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so that was the background. I still still wasn't a great speaker. After high school, and then of course that's when I meet this guy, and then I helped him 
the rest of the way. No. <laughs> yeah, he helped me humiliate myself. <laughs> hey, man, we went to Taco Bell because we had to. We're in the drive-thru. Cody's getting better with his speech, but he still stutters when he gets he gets tripped up and it just goes nervous. downhill from there. Snowballs. Yeah, nervous, scared, excited. So basically, we Darby tells him her order. He orders it. He orders mine, and then he orders his. And I do it beautifully. And he does it. Yeah, he does it fine. No I stuttering. I was so proud of myself in that moment. <laughs> and then I look back, and I'm like, oh, man, I need extra nacho cheese to dip my quesadilla in. I was like, Cody, ask for two nacho cheese sauces. He terrified looks at no. me. No. Uh-uh. And I was like, yeah, dude, order two nacho cheese sauces. Just add them. Say, no. I need two nacho. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. I'm not doing it. I was like, Cody, add two nacho cheese sauces. He was sauces. getting angry at this point. And he goes, no, I'm not going to do it. He's like, Cody, order new two nacho cheese sauces. Hurry before they, they close out the order. And he goes... He goes, can I please have nacho cheese, please? He went off the deep end with that stutter, and it went just consecutive. I thought he was going to say nacho libre or something. I thought he was going off. And then me and Darby just start... Busting out laughing, he starts driving off, and he immediately is just so mad. He, I hate y'all. <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate you guys. Oh my gosh, something we'll never forget. And every time we went to Taco Bell after that, like the first, like the next, like five or six times, we joked about it. And I think he only I stuttered. Mean, you still do. I think he only stuttered like one other time from then. And I was like, dude, but, you almost redid it. You almost did it again. Uh, but it still wasn't as bad. No, no. He'll never be as bad or as funny as that first time. I hope not. (laughs) If he does it now, I just feel like he's doing it on purpose. Uh, Um, (laughs) I wanted to ask you something. just kind of crossed my mind earlier. Do you like Reese's eggs, the Reese's Christmas trees, or the Reese's bats better? I don't think I've ever had the bats. So, And I mean, like, obviously not based on flavor because they all taste the same, but like Based just on the structure of it and how it, like the texture and like how you eat it. The egg. You like the egg? It fits perfect. It does. It is like nicely shaped. The Christmas tree is nice too. I mean, it's okay. It's just. I think the egg's the most simple. It's just round. Yeah. Well, I mean, oval. Yeah, it's oval. So it's only misshapen from its actual Rishi's, like cup Rishi's. (laughs) Rishi's. It's only misshapen from its Rishi's. Circular form, just a little bit, but like the bat and the Christmas tree, he's got all them ridges and weird shapes. Well, I mean, like a original Reese's peanut butter cup has got oh, ridges on the side. Right. It's got a bunch of ridges, bunch a of little bunch, miniature, bunch of little ridges. Dude, I love the original. I love the feel of an actual peanut butter cup. It is. I like the small, the, deeper ones. I too. mean, I mean that's something extremely weird to say, but it's so true. <laughs> the dude, ridges. It is. Is just I don't know why, I dude. Well. I like how the center is just a thin layer of it's chocolate and a lot of peanut butter, and flat. but the outside's got that thicker, like not crunchy, but just like that thicker layer of like good ridgy. Chocolate. I wonder why that was the design, dude. It was the design because well, I don't know how they did the peanut butter at first, but I think that was just the design because it was like little, it was like little muffin tin things, and they put it in there. With the little wax paper, and they filled it, and there was that, that little wax paper that was ridged like that makes that 
pattern. So you know how like the peanut butter and like a Reese's cup compared to like Jiffy's or Peter Pan or whatever, it's more dry, like kind of chalky. Yeah. Why? I think it's mainly because of the oil that's in it, and I don't know. I don't know this for a fact, but have you ever used powdered peanut butter that you mix with water or milk or something? I think only once with you. That's the kind of peanut butter that like that, that consistency. If you only put a little bit of liquid in it, are they using their own peanut me. butter, like formula, or are they partnering with somebody? I would assume it's definitely theirs. Mm. It's definitely like a homemade thing. I don't know, or it could be that like that scene from that that clip from Family Guy where the two guys that one guy was eating peanut butter and the other guy was eating chocolate and they had a head-on collision, <laughs> and then Officer Reese showed up oh, and he's like. Officer, he got chocolate on my peanut butter. He got peanut butter on my chocolate. And the guy tasted it. Officer tasted it. And then he shot and killed both guys so that he could market oh, Reese's. I thought that was a commercial. I'm pretty my, sure it's just a scene minus from... Minus the shooting. I'm pretty sure it's just a scene from Family Guy, which is just a terrible show. Oh, but, but it can be funny. Yeah, there, are funny be. there are funny scenes to it, for sure. Um, yeah, man. So... What's uh what's new in, in your in your life? Uh new in my life. Uh you got any more cats? I know you're a cat guy. Oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a new puppy though. A new puppy? How many dogs y'all got already? Well, we only got two. Only two? Yeah, only two. Yep, we got my dog and my brother's dog. Dog. Dogs are good, dog. dude. Good dog. Dude, have you ever been on a wave runner or a jet ski or anything like that? I've been on a jet ski once with an ex-girlfriend. And, how, uh, how, how'd you like it? It was fun. Uh, how fast did that one go? I mean, it was fast. I don't know. I just let her drive. <laughs> I, I had never been on one before. So, so I you're just, just cruising? I was just cruising. Dude, I think that would scare me more than driving it. Having to trust someone else, just being—I mean, I trusted her in that point. No, I forgot. <laughs> I did. I guess I did ride, ride with someone once, but I was driving. Well, driving now ones. she did flip it twice. Them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Were y'all going fast? Because that yeah. can be really dangerous. Oh, uh, so we were going fast. I don't. I don't know what she was trying to do. I don't know if she's trying to scare me or just have fun or what. But she would cut it real sharp. Man, I don't know if she was trying to like do like a donut <laughs> in, in the middle of the lake. <laughs> but she did that twice and flipped it twice. Dude. So, I mean, it was all right. I mean. I'm but nobody got hurt. Still here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. It hurt, I, I, but I no one got like permanently injured. I mean, it didn't, it didn't really hurt. It, I mean, it didn't Dude. hurt. I was a little nervous because I don't know how they, those things are built. And like I don't know if there's like a motor down there waiting to chop me up. <laughs> true there's something down there making it move right yeah but ain't it like inside i think so yeah okay it's that's like a little safe it spits feel, out yeah. the water of course i'm you know i didn't think about that in the moment yeah I mean, which never... I, I probably didn't need to in the moment the is the scariest part because we had some neighbors that actually offered to let us borrow their really nice really expensive wave runners to go on vacation and we weren't just going to like Alabama or Florida or a lake in Georgia with them. We were going to 
New Bern, North Carolina, like the Outer Banks out there, taking them real far. And uh, when so we you took- say a wave runner, I'm thinking of a surfboard with a sail on it. No, 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 no. Okay, so jet skis are smaller, compact versions of a wave runner. A wave runner is like a big old oh, jet ski. I'm, I'm, I'm way off. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a wave runner is like big and they're faster. Uh, this topped out at 60 miles an hour on the water. Oh god, okay. Yeah, super fast. So you don't I only off got it that. I only got it to 58. It wouldn't go any faster than that with me on it. I don't know if it's cuz I was just that heavy <laughs> or what, but like my buddy couldn't get it up any more uh, than 58 either, but supposedly they could go 60 on water. I don't know. But we get them out there first day. Go fill them up with gas and everything. Get out there on the water. And we are having the time of our lives on these things operating them. Uh, we got the safety cord on our wrist and everything, and we know how to operate them. We listened to the guy tell us before we went, and we also looked at the manual on the way there. We wanted to make sure we had all our bases covered because these were not our machines at all. And we wanted to take care of them because we wanted to hopefully in the future have them let us borrow them again if we took care of them, right? Do you know the story? I think you've told me before. So basically... We started jumping each other's wakes. One of us was in front of the other. I don't know. Not not too far behind, but far enough behind where we were safe distance. And we were jumping each other's wakes. And then we were trying to find other boats out there that were making wakes that we could jump. But it just wasn't happening. So we had to make wake for each other to go and jump them. And you were only getting like, I don't know, maybe a foot out of the water real quick and then back down to the water. But it was so fun. And we were trying to get... Bigger wakes, bigger jumps and stuff. Well, little did I know, I was about to jump, I don't know, three to four feet in the air with my wave runner, and I had no idea. So Matt's jumping my wake, jumping my wake. All of a sudden, he gets in front of me, and I start jumping his wake, jumping his wake, and I'm like, dude, my wave runner was making bigger wakes than his for him. When you say so, wakes, you mean the waves? That are yeah, the out? waves that are yeah. coming out behind so that we could jump. So I look back at mine to see if mine that I'm making are bigger than his because I just wasn't getting that much air. And I look back, I'm looking back, I'm looking back. I look forward, and he is stopped facing me in front of me. And I am going like 50-something miles an hour. And I stop the gas and everything, but it's too late. I'm already going. And he looks, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he dives. Thank God he dove off of it and jumps down into the water. We had, like, vest on, but he was, like, able to get under the water enough. He was facing me with his wave runner off, and I don't know why he turned it off. He, like, stopped, and I guess he thought I was behind him and knew that we were going to stop. I wasn't. I was looking behind me, and then by the time I looked forward, it was too late. I jumped the front end of his wave runner, so like a ramp, I hit it, going, like, 40, probably 40-something at this point. Boom. Up in the air. And I'm just so scared. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm holding on. I'm like, this is not okay. But also at the same time, I'm like, this is awesome. Boom, come down. More impact than I thought hitting the water again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I turn my, I pulled the, I think I pulled the red thing for like the emergency, like stop to stop the machine. And I'm like, what just happened? What just happened? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I look back. Matt's like, about, like trying to crawl back onto his waiver. I'm like, dude, why did you stop? Why did you stop? And he's like, 
well, I thought you saw me and I thought we were stopping right here to figure out which way we were going to go next. And I was like, why would you think that? Why did you stop? He's like, why weren't you paying attention? And I was like, that is a valid point. I should not have been looking behind me. I should have been looking in front of me while you're going 50, 60 miles an hour on water. You should definitely look where you're going. Don't ever not look where you're going. So upon inspection of the wave runner that are not ours, when I hit it, I had plugged and knocked a hole in the front end of it. Not big enough to where it was taking water, but enough to where there was a nice size dent that had broken. Like, it, it broke it. Like, it was a crack in it. And I just knew we were going to get in so much trouble. We go back. We tell my dad what happens. He is so ticked off at us. Like, so mad. He tells us to put him up on the ramp, and he's like, tomorrow, y'all aren't using these. Y'all are going to hang around the campground. Y'all can go out to the pool, whatever you want to do, but you're not using these. Y'all have lost your privileges. Maybe towards the end of the week we can see about it, but as for right now, you're not riding the wave runners. You're not responsible enough, and this is going to cost us a fortune to fix. And I was, we were just like, we couldn't do anything about it. We were just like, yes, sir, absolutely. You're right. We're, we're idiots. My bad. So... In out of spite, he wanted to take him out the next day. And out of spite, he wouldn't even let us go with him to help him unload him. And he's never done this alone before either. And it was kind of windy that day, but it was clear. And he takes him out, and he gets one, and he puts it, and he ties it next to the dock. Well, the other boats are going by, and the wake's going next to the dock, and that thing starts getting rocky. And as he pulls off, it's tied to the dock, but it starts to ram up, just bam, 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 right up on the dock. He comes back, and it has hit the dock so bad. This is the one that I was riding, not the one that was dented, the one that was still pretty in pretty good condition and shape. It had hit the deck of the dock so hard, it knocked one of the side mirrors off, clear off, ripped it off, and it <sighs> sunk in the water, and it scratched up the side. Wait, and the he did saw. this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. the mirror yeah. of the wave runner. <laughs> no, not the whole wave runner. Wave runner like, so oh, he God. gets on it and still goes out and rides and comes back. And I go out later and I'm like, Dad, I did not do this yesterday. What happened? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he had messed it up. So then the very next day we had riding privileges again because he was like, well, we already messed up both wave runners. We're going to have to face the consequences together. Let's just have as much fun as we can while we're on vacation. So we're out there. And uh, me and my dad go out. Matt's, uh, he was like hanging out at the campground for a minute. My dad and I decided to go out for a ride together. And there was a pool, there was a pretty cool spot where you could actually go. Um, I don't know where it was, but we went around some buoys. And we went around to this place. We went up through this channel. It was all brackish water, right? So it was like salty and fresh where it meets and mixes. And then uh, at one point... Dad like goes around this one corner and I go this other way. And I was like, I just want to go back here and then I'll come back out and I'll meet him at the, you know, when the water widens up again, I'll find him for sure. So I go up in there about five minutes and I turn around and I better go find him. Turn around and I'm like, where is he? Where did he go? I finally turn a corner down this other channel and all of a sudden I see the wave runner there flipped over. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this isn't good. So I speed over there as fast as I can. I get to him. He's just floating in the water next to it. And he's like, hey. You got to help me get back on. You got to help me get back on. And I was like, what happened? He goes, my wallet. 
I forgot it was in my back pocket and I was going to put it in the console and lock it in and it fell in, fell in the water and I, I tried to lean in after it and I got it, but I fell in and I can't get back up on it. And me and my dad are both big guys. And at this point, like he, he cannot get up there by, by himself. Like I'm going to have to lean over with my foot on his wave runner to give him enough uh, leverage to pull himself up onto the wave runner. And so, <laughs> and I, I halfway think it's funny. But what really made me laugh is he's like, yeah, boy, you better help me get up on that damn wave runner right now. You better help me get up on that wave runner right now. And I was like, why are you getting so mad? He goes, there are sharks in this water. Bull sharks. <laughs> he was freaking out. He said, I think I feel something rubbing against my leg. You got to get me out of this water. <laughs> so I lean over as much as I can, grab his hand, start pulling. And there was one point where my starts to tip while I'm helping him onto his. And I'm like, dad, this is not going to be good. Neither one of us are going to get out of the situation if we both flip. So I eventually got him up and got enough leverage to where I was pulling him hard enough and he was able to use his legs to get up on it. And we were able to get up and get out of there. But it was a fiasco with those wave runners, dude. And it ended up costing, I think, $1,500 in repairs. Mm. So dad had uh, my buddy Matt and I pressure washing the driveway, washing the cars, and pressure washing the back deck, the front porch, and the back of the house all summer long every time my buddy Matt came over, which at that point he tried not to come over as much because he knew we were going to be doing some kind of job to try to pay off the money because neither one of us had jobs at that time. Um, we were like sophomores in high school or something, and... Uh, we were both athletes. We didn't have jobs and this was the summer and we had to work to pay that off because my parents had to pay like, had to pay the neighbors like $1,500. And funny enough, like a couple of months later, those neighbors moved and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it was because of that and they were so frustrated or if it was something else in their life and they would like plan to move, but they got out of there and we have not heard from them ever saw them ever again. And I'm, I'm sure surprised. they, I'm sure they did not want us anywhere near their wave runners ever again, but that was a crazy story, bro. Um, <laughs> it's something I will never forget. I'll never forget the look on my dad's face. He's like, there are sharks in this water. <laughs> oh man. You got any crazy stories like that? Uh, you know not to put me on the spot Put you on the spot We've been telling stories for like 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not great with coming up with things on the on the fly I don't I mean, want you to it, make up anything I was just asking if anything in your life has a, happened There is more time <laughs> Okay, well I actually have one that you're a part of Okay So Cody and I Wait, wait do I want you to tell a story? <laughs> it's debatable. No, nah, yeah, it's fine. It's a it's a clean story. We don't do anything bad. <laughs> we don't do anything bad. <laughs> okay. We went to Cody and I were planning a trip to go to Savannah. We wanted to go to River Street and we wanted to go down and we were gonna stay at my grandmother's house to save some money. So I was like a two two for one. I was gonna get to go down and visit family, stay with my grandmother's house for free. And then we were going to get to go out and do some stuff in the Rinkin Springfield area and down in Tybee Island and Savannah and River Street and everything. So wait, is this about the trip down there? Well, yeah, part of it. Okay, so I'll tell that part. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I think I worked a double that. No, I did not work a double. I closed that day. 
Yeah, it was late. And I was late when I was, you got to the house. Yeah, I was working at uh, Longhorn in Cornelia, Georgia, which is North Georgia, uh, and I was closing. Um, and, and I lived in West Central Georgia. Yeah. So like in already Zurich, what like two and a half hours away from yeah, where you were. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. So I closed or we locked up at midnight, and I left the restaurant and got straight on the interstate. Two and a half hours later, at 2.30 in the morning, uh, I get to uh, Gavin's house. Well, I mean, I mean, there wasn't no traffic, so two hours later. So at so 2 a.m., I get to Gavin's, and uh, I, we sit there and just chill out for about 30 minutes. I don't, I don't remember what we were doing, but we just sat there like in the living room for 30 minutes, just kind of talking, I guess, about what we was doing. Oh really? I thought we got out pretty quick because I was waiting on you, and I was like, "Let's go, man! Let's hit the road! Nah, Let's hit the road!" No, I remember we sat there for like thirty minutes before we left. But so huh. we finally left, and good gosh, man, it was late. It was late. It was about two in the morning when we left. Two thirty. Yeah, it was like two thirty in the morning two, we left. Yeah, two thirty we <laughs> we left. Villarica, Georgia. Dude, that reminds <laughs> me of one of all the, the way things. to Tommy Island, man. That, yeah, that reminds me of one of the funniest things. Is So we stopped in this place called Metter. It's when we finally stopped. <laughs> and we finally got breakfast at Waffle House. And oh, that was, that's that when we so finally good. realized that Metter, that, that phrase is actually true. Everything's better in Metter. <laughs> it was the we, best Waffle House yeah, we got, It was so good after driving all night. Oh. And then we had about an hour more or so, hour and a half maybe more to go to get to Tybee. Oh, we finally God. get there, and we got there at like... 8, 8 a.m. 8, 8.30 in the morning. And we, so me and him go out there and and like 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 we're out there on the beach and I get my second wind. And then there's a yeah, moment. Yeah, we're throwing frisbees. Yeah, and, having and a good time. Running out into the water and, and doing cartwheels a, and just like digging holes in the sand. Yeah, just having I had fun. A, I had a moment and, and, I, and I turned to Gavin and I was like, dude, this is weird. Ain't nobody out here, man. What's going on? <laughs> I know. I was like, man, what a beautiful morning. Yeah. And then I realized then, it's 830 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was like 8 a.m. Like nobody else is out here. There were like two people on bikes up at like <laughs> over on the other side of the beach. And then like there was like one jogger and then like. Other than that, there was nobody there yet, and we were like, "Man, this is crazy that yeah. no one's coming to the beach today." Yeah, I forgot that we drove. We drove six and a half all night hours straight to the beach, get there. <laughs> and then we finally got there and just went straight to the beach and had a blast. It was fun, and then but we got we were... back later, and then on the news. Oh yeah. So just so happens, right where we were at. Luckily, we didn't stay in the water very much. Well, uh, well. But I could tell a difference kind of, a couple of days later. Could you? And my skin? My skin was peeling. I don't know. There was hand. some kind of either. There's some bacteria. Yeah, some kind of bacteria. Between dot 11 and 13. And we were there or a pier or dot or whatever. And we were like at 12. We were like yeah. right smack dab in the middle of it. So it could have been another reason why nobody was at the beach yeah. right there. But we didn't know anything about it. And they just said something on the news when we got to my grandmother's house that night about that place. And I'm sitting there like, what are the odds? The one place that we go in Tybee Island to find parking next to these condos and walk to the beach. This is where, this is where there's the bacteria, bacteria in the water. Is. <laughs> Great. 
So I remember we could not wait to get in the shower after we heard that. We got food in our bellies, went and got in the shower, and then I think we took like two and a half hour, three like hour three, nap. three three thirty, we crashed. <laughs> so we crashed. We go out to eat with my cousin and his wife and have that a blast. That was a good place. What was that place called? I think, we went, I think it was just Logan. I think it was Logan's Roadhouse. It was like a steakhouse. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it was just like a Logan's Roadhouse. But yeah, it was pretty good eating that night, if I recall. But we're on the way back, and we took one <laughs> wrong turn. I forgot where this is going. We took one wrong turn, <laughs> so then we had to circle back around, and all of a sudden, we're stopped there at, a, at this at stop, stop line, sign, stop yeah. sign. And I'm like, all right, let me just look at the GPS real quick so I can make sure we're going the right way. So there's no cars around, so Cody's just stopped. And all of a sudden... I got nothing to do but look around. All of a sudden, we see this cat just come out of the brush out of the ditch, like right where the ditch was on the side of the road. And it's looking right at us with these glowing eyes. And then all of a sudden we see another pair of glowing eyes come out from behind the cat. And they both just look at us, just, just look like, just turn and look at right at us. Just boom, just this piercing look. It well, was for, a, for a second. And then they started looking at each other, each other. And then they and just, just staring stood there yeah it was weird and then they just took off back into the woods but it was a cat and a raccoon <laughs> and they were just chilling they like were just best checking buds. each other out like what's up bro <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing and cody and i look and i was like dude that's a cat and that's a coon dude that's a coon cat <laughs> it was a coon cat cody and so ever since then we see something weird in the woods or on the side of the road we're like dude you think that's a coon cat that might be a coon cat oh man. and that's probably the most south georgia story that i have at my arsenal like yeah man you ever heard of a coon cat oh i have i've seen one with my very eyes you know what i'm talking about boy uh yeah we got a bunch of stories like that but that one most notably I'll never forget looking in the eyes of the coon cat. And <laughs> we like mythologized, if that's a word, we mythologized that creature, but it was two separate creatures that were just oddly hanging out together. But now when we talk about it, it's like they've become one, the coon cat. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. But uh, yeah. Well, guys, I don't know if y'all liked this episode or not. It's a bunch of random stuff and some stories, and hopefully uh, y'all did like it. But um, we just decided to do a kicked-back version of what we usually do that's more structured and just kind of see how it would turn out. So hopefully y'all like the stories, and you know, maybe y'all want to see some more like this. Maybe we'll just start calling these story time or something and make that uh, a regular episode here and there. So it's getting late. We got church in the morning and everything. So we're going to wrap this one up. But thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, we're going to forget it again. Okay. Instead of a fun fact with Cody, let's just call it a funner fact. What does that mean? It's going to be more fun than usual. No, okay. It's just a fun fact. I mean, it's It's just Cody's fun fact. What we got going on? That was stupid. Funner fact. I'm actually going to ask you a question. Oh, no. That's not a fact. Uh, well, I mean, it's a fact, but I want to have fun with it. Ugh. All righty. All right. Uh, what is the oldest profession? The oldest profession? Yeah. Uh, if you get this right. Oh, my gosh. The oldest profession? Yeah. A cook. 
Well, I mean, everybody had to cook. I mean, everybody had to cook. Everybody had to hunt, but that that wasn't a profession. Okay, fine. Uh, doctor. Close, close. Dentist. Dentist. Really? Yeah. So they did a study to where evidence uh, shows where people uh, had teeth work done like seventy five hundred to to uh, nine thousand years ago. What? Yeah. The holes. Well, you were... remember? You remember like the eighteen hundreds? We we looked that up when we were doing that uh, research for or, the or toothbrush. Yeah, we yeah. were doing the research for the Wild West episode. Yeah, yeah. They had like toothbrush and like toothpaste and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those tooth, those tooth. I would not want to use one of those toothbrushes though. It looked like one of those like bristles. You it looked you, like you you, you uh, use on a grill. Look like trying, yeah, like steel wool or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> that would just. Hey, you want to you want to file your teeth down real quick? Use this. Hey, I always heard get rid of the plaque for sure. Yeah, I always heard and and, teeth. and, and uh, this is not a jab at any people that are English, but I always heard that uh, for the longest time they got bad teeth. Well, the reason why they have that reputation of having bad teeth was because of their toothbrush, was because they stuck with that kind of hard bristle. Dude, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what I've what I've heard before. That might be true, but it also could be true because I learned this in anthropology in college. That's a big word. The uh, the acid in tea, okay, can really mess with your teeth and burn them up. And tea is a huge part of the culture over there. Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. All right. Well, guess what, guys? Our uh, recording card for the camera has just been filled, so you're lucky if you're able to listen to this podcast and get to the end here. But we're dragging it out, and it's time to close this one out. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. That was Cody's fun fact. And, uh, you know, long, long live the dentistry. So... As always, on Gavin Lamb TV and Listen to Lamb Chop, much love, Faith Moves Mountains. Till next time, have a great week. Peace out. Goodbye.